Hey girlfriend, you know who you are. You have big, big dreams. You wanna write a book, stand on a TED Talk stage, be a life coach offering wisdom from your RV in Montana, a cafe in Barcelona, or a beach chair in Tulum. Your other girlfriends and your family, they don't always get your biz savvy. Why do you wanna leave your J-O-B? Because you're a CATS, AKA coach, author, thought leader, and speaker. Meet other change makers like yourself and find out how they make it happen. This is the Big Meow Podcast. Hey, cats! it's Kristen, and I'm here with Elsa Johnson. Hi, Elsa. Hi, Kristen. How are you? I'm great. I love your topic. You're all about releasing mental stress. We all have a lot of that these days. Oh, don't we, though? It is just incredible. You know, we have bombarded every single day with things we have to have an opinion on or make a decision on and, and just, and at the same time, look like we are just put completely put together and on top of everything. You know, it's, you said in um, your notes, I was reading before our interview that you work with a lot of creative individuals. And I think when you're creative, you have a lot of extra sensitivity. So, you know, the world around you, you're absorbing things that are going on. What are some of your strategies to help us manage all of this? I guess we'll call it negativity. Yeah. It, so the, the interesting thing is the first thing is to decide that we have we have the opportunity and the power to decide if it's negative or positive, or it's just totally neutral. Because everything we get bombarded with um, comes in with its own energy, but we actually have the opportunity to sort of deflect it out. Um, and, And I think the first thing is we really have to decide, is this going to be a benefit or no benefit? And once we start that sorting, then we can say, if this is not going to be a benefit to me, why engage in it? I love that. That's actually really empowered because I do think that a lot of times things come up and I think to myself, I'm like, Hey, this doesn't belong to me, right? Mm -hmm. This has nothing to do with me. It doesn't belong to me. You know, sometimes it's like, that's your stuff, but I think it does. It creates this, this giant filter so that not everything is just, you know, coming at me all the time. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think the, the important part of that is that you're mentioning me working with a lot of creatives is that we have this tendency to want to gather everything because what if we could do something with it? You know, I could use this someday. And, and Hell just, no. <laughs> I've already and, learned that lesson. Are you kidding? Yeah, but, but, but still, right. And we, we are, we are so good at making things fit together. Mm-hmm. But really, and that, that's really the point, right? In saying, no, well, it, it could, make, yeah, maybe, oh, you know, we are open to opportunities and possibilities, but the more selective we are in what we pull in, the more brilliant the outcome will be for what we actually are accepting. That was so powerful. I actually think you need to repeat that because I do think that we, especially as creatives, we're like magnets and we see all of the, the brilliance and the opportunities. But I do think it's important to just kind of stay focused. Yeah, because um, one of the things that, that I have learned is if you are creative, a lot of people, they come to you and say, oh, you're so good at that. You should make a business out of that. Hey, you're so good at that. Oh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <Yeah>. But <laughs> I, I've also 
also come to learn about myself, there is a, a place where you operate in your zone of excellence. And people are happy about that, right? Oh, I'm so excellent at doing this. And that's why I was when I had my interior design business. But when I sort of fell, and I mean, really feel, fell into personal development and the, my coaching business, I all of a sudden started operating in my zone of genius. And there's a huge difference because you can be good at a whole bunch of things. And it's that thing, it's, it's that old saying of saying, you can be jack of all trades, right? And master of none. But when you find that master of the one, you can really shine. And that's, that starts with you deselecting things that you're good at and say, even though I'm good at it, I'll let other people take care of that. I call that the curse of the competent. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Yeah. It's like, okay, I know I can do all of these things or at least do them to some level, but should I, right? Yes. And you know, it's, it's interesting in my own business, I have a, a marketing agency and I help author speakers and coaches design their language and their business and things like that. And, and intuitively I'll get these like really great ideas. And I'm like, that's not for me. That's for you. Right. Like, you know, there's no way I could operate the hundreds of businesses that I envision through, you know, my creative intuitive process. And I think that I love what you're saying because it is, it's about staying really tight. The point of the spear, you know, mm -hmm. of where we are in that zone of excellence. Yeah. And, and so what, what I work with, <clears throat> excuse me, with my clients of is, is finding that sorting, you know, that sorting hat. And, mm -hmm. and the second thing is understand, help them understand where do they innately get in their own way of creating that sorting? Because what are the limits that, or the belief system that they have built up over time in order to not get themselves that, you know, to get in that place? You know, um, well, if I don't do this, then people are going to think that I'm lazy or I'm not good enough or I am uh, I'm not kind enough. I'm not all these enough, enough, enough and help them really see what's the root of that that way of thinking for yourself and not empowering yourself to make those decisions and release the stress and the tension that it creates for yourself. I really got to breathe into that because I do think that we all have things that like come up, beliefs and ideas that sabotage us, that keep us small, that put us in like a loop, you know, this kind of circular loop. And we're like, where are these thoughts even coming from? I mean, do you have some really strategic um, ideas or strategies that, that entrepreneurs can use to just see that, you know, maybe this is a pattern or a loop that they might want to get rid of permanently? Yeah. The, the first thing, um, you know, I work with a lot of different modalities, but mm -hmm. one of the, across all modalities that I work with, the first thing that need, that, that is really, really important for you is the recognition of a repeated pattern. Hmm. And, and that can take a little detective work, but if most of us just took a minute to stop and look and say, where does my thoughts always go? So like in the creative process, there's a lot of it that they have that suffer from the imposter syndrome, right? Oh, I could never do a look at this person, blah, 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 blah. You know, putting up all these things of why this other person is better, you know, uh, more accomplished, all those things compared to ourselves. So just to some extent, 
Ooh, I'm going down that road again. Okay. What am I saying to myself? And then start almost documenting it and saying, you know, play a little detective here and say, what are those repeated thoughts? And then, you know, either by yourself or a confidant or maybe a coach like myself, help them start and saying, okay, so when did you decide that this was true? Hmm. When did you decide that it was true that, that that other person is better than you? When did you decide that you are not as good as other people? And there, there is different ways that we can start that whole process because at some point in time, we decided that, right? And it's because maybe our teacher was saying, oh, you're not as good as Susie Q over there, or <laughs> you, you could not, or, you know, you, you're not good at math, right? You're not good at math. So don't, don't do that. So there's so we've had so many influences our whole life that has piled onto this, that at some point we, we gave other people the power to, to be right. We took away our own power and saying, no, 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 no. I'm good at math. I can do just as well as this person. I may not be exactly where they at, but I can do it my way. And I will eventually come up with a way that is better. You know, Elsa, I think that's so valid because I do see in myself and in and many other people I work with that the beliefs that we have about ourselves may not even belong to us. They may not even come from us, right? It's like, you know, here I am, I'm in my fifties. Like I sometimes even hear myself saying, you know, oh, this certain thing. And I'm like, wait a minute, that's, that's so old. Why is that even in this repertoire of conversations that I have? Like, that's just silly, you know? And, and I think that it is part of that management between that sensitive, creative, intuitive side that is so perceptive and willing to bring things in. And then the other side, at least for me, I'm of two minds. It's like practical. It's like, just move forward and you just shut up for a minute. <laughs> I'm a little bit nicer than that, but it's like, not today, right? We've got stuff to do and let's just and, keep moving forward. Yeah. And, and you bring up a really good point here because so the way that I have come to understand it, beliefs are something that we have adopted over time through right. our experiences. And most of them, we have never questioned. We have just sort of taken them on as our own. Our value system is something totally different. You know, a value system is something that we are rooted in. Are we people of integrity? Are we, do we, uh, you know, do we have a value of wanting to extend kindness? Those type of things are so innately us, but the beliefs are totally outside of us. And then when we look at creatives, as we're talking about right now, there is a general societal belief of that creatives are kind people. There's not badass <laughs> women bosses, right? Right. We're all these sensitive, like, you know, yes. flowing, with our paintbrushes, we can't yeah. be those badass babes, right? <laughs> yeah. Or, or, you know, so it, it's like when we stand up to that and saying, this is not serving me, I cannot be giving, 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 and not receiving, 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 because my time has value, my, my create, creative talent has value. And I'm not just talking about you were talking about the painting, right? I, I'm talking about People in IT, they are creative. They are right. immensely creative. People in construction, architecture, a lot of the people that Absolutely. I work with, they are creative because 
they take a process of something and make it into something amazing. Absolutely. Elsa, we could talk much longer. Absolutely. <laughs> um, how can we find you? Well, you can find me in a couple of different places. I love to hang out at LinkedIn and on the Elsa Johnson coaching. Coaching. Mm -hmm. um, I'm somewhat on Facebook. Um, I, I can get myself really sucked into that whole world. So I try <laughs> not to. Um, I also have a website more than just fine, but I would say LinkedIn is where I'm most active and where you really can find, um, figure out who I am and, and what I stand for and in the way that I proceed with my clients. Elsa, thank you so much for being on the Big Meow. It was super fun. Oh, absolutely. I love that. Like you said, we could talk all day, but every all good things must come to an end. <laughs>Thanks for listening to the Big Meow podcast sponsored by Cats Network. If you liked what you heard, please take a moment to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. You can also join our network filled with positivity and possibility. Visit www.catsnetworking.com to join us and learn more together with your magical, motivated, and mystical new friends at Cats Network. Let's transform a million lives with your message. Are you feeling isolated sitting at home in your PJs? Or perhaps you're tired of the comfy sweatpants with holes in them that are hidden just below the camera. I mean, you could puke at the thought of another day of Zoom meetings and reporting to your BOSS. Do you want freedom from your home office desk or the office cubicle? Do you want freedom from your current career? Or are you frustrated that your online biz dreams are going nowhere? It's all too overwhelming. Where do you start? All the tech, the choices, and your message. Yep, I said your message, your brand, your voice. What is it? Do you even know what that means? Do you need a biz coach but don't want to invest the big bucks? Let's face it, being a solopreneur is lonely, but you don't have to do it alone. And here's a solution. Join Cats Network. Cats Network is a woman-only membership community exclusively available to you, the life coach or executive coach, the author, the thought leader, or the public speaker. If you identify with this list or want to work on adding some of these to your skill set, Cats is the place for you. Check us out at www.catsnetworking.com. That's C A T S networking.com. Because let's face it, cats are better together.